I'm Steve. I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiancé Happily Ever After Season 6 Episode 13. Let's talk about sex. Maybe that's the tone. Maybe that's how it was supposed to be. Hey, let's talk about sex. Is 90 that... Day Fiancé, baby. I don't know. I don't <laughs> like your, it like that. I don't like your tone. <laughs> I don't like it. Jiminy Crickets. <laughs> I don't like your tone. Well, let's get right into it. I think the exciting part of this whole thing is probably Mike and Natalie. They have the screaming match. It, it, it's still all just a hot mess. These two legitimately have no business being, being together. together. Right. Let's say it straight from the top. Natalie is not right in the head. Well, that's right? True. She, that I mean, just true. let's yeah. just get and that she's out very of the childish. way. She is, she's got problems. And Natalie will never, ever be content and happy. Right. And not like a Darcy and Stacy not content and happy. Natalie's just never going to be happy. There's always going to be something. Yeah, I mean, always. She's so, a little odd and very childish. And does overreact to strange things. However, Mike's a turd. I don't know if it, if part of it, if it's just completely her personality and she's always going to be dysfunctional. Well, she or, has always been dysfunctional. Or if it is the way she reacts to Mike. Maybe she would be different in a different kind of relationship. I, I, don't d- know. I doubt it. I've never seen her with anybody else, so I don't know. I but d- it is very odd. Yeah, I doubt that she's going to be. However, I'm still on her side because Mike is such an a-hole that yes. it makes whatever she does I almost have to, irrelevant. We read all the time. We hear all the time fake and staged and these two. Yeah. This isn't fake. Yeah, I mean, there was a story out there, some supposition that maybe Ooh. they had been paid to, need a to bring her here and get married. For the sake of the show, but I don't think that's the case. Hmm. I mean, we did all wonder why he brought her, but I think he's just desperate. Hmm. And so is she, for that matter. The whole thing starts out, they're walking on the street, and it sounds like they're having a normal conversation on the street. Mm-hmm. Just a regular old thing. And you know, she brings up that you know his mom doesn't like her, and... And that she treats her badly. And, you know, the the hooker thing comes up. And he just says, why do you, why do you keep talking about it? Because he won't even acknowledge that it's possible. Yeah, I think so. This That's whole thing is just, it's most of the episode is just them at one sit-down interview where he erupts. Yeah. And I just want to say, I've said from the beginning... If I had to, to place bets on it, I'm sure his mom probably said it. And she said it when he wasn't in the room. Just because she knew that Mike would automatically be on her side and that it would make Natalie feel horrible. Yeah, and that and was I, the intention. I think now is probably the time to do it. You have named this event. Yes, it is Hookergate. Hookergate. Now I'm going to say this now. I don't know that we've fully decided or we're deciding now. We will, we have 
some breaking hooker gate news or rumor or I guess what do you well, want to call it if it's <clears throat> if this inside information that we got is true this it's is a game changer one, one of way the or biggest another. breaking news stories we've had sure. in a long time for inside scoop right so we will that'll be following this episode and definitely worth listening. Yeah, I think it's... I'm not wanting to wait. Because it could be huge. What have we I broken mean, out? We've had, I think, three... This We've had two things that we've broken in for. The Paul Instagram live with the police. Right. The Ed screaming. Right. And screaming call. And so this is of that level. Right. In 90 Day Fiance, private, I guess, breaking stuff... This is that. This has the potential to be bigger than both of those things. Right. I think Even it, though there's no like live action thing to post. Yes. It's just so it's explosive. That big so that being said, I think that's its own thing. They end up calling the mom, and she denies it. Of course. And we I think expected anything different. I think the thing that goes all along is that Julia's. Um, Natalie is upset that Mike never defends her. Right. And we even see it on the pillow talk, right? It goes right. through and everybody says, well, she said it. Trish said she didn't say it, so she didn't say it. Yeah, and they go, oh, that sounds pretty convincing. I'm like, what? <laughs> I got to think of, we talk about at work sometimes, you know, you put your foot down and you choose where you put your foot down and how hard you put your foot down. That Natalie is putting her foot down so hard on this and so topic. firm. And she was a little hesitant on the call. And maybe, I don't know. She said it was a little bit to do with um, arguing in English. And I think that can be difficult for people. I understand that. Because you're still thinking in your, we take it Native for granted. Language. You're thinking and translating and thinking and translating. It makes it so under pressure, I would right. imagine it's pretty hard when you fight. Natalie looks really bad in this episode, though. Yeah. I mean, Mike's hollering, and he goes high pitch, high pitch, oh, Mike. I can't stand it. But the whole her not being there, leaving at Christmas, yeah. giving the Christmas gifts away, these are all bad, right? bad optics. They're just bad. I'm not sure if she's giving gifts away because people are poor. Maybe that's something, I guess. I'm trying to think of a scenario where this would be good, but it's not. I think that all of the things that made her look bad in this episode will be quickly forgotten when the truth of or not. comes out. Or not. I think. We'll see, because we don't really know what is true. Right. But, but if it's true. We do think that the day will come... That this will either, we will find out one way or another, we right. believe. Finally. That whether or not this happened or not. So that's think, what we're all waiting for. Yeah, I think at this point, the season has turned, I guess it's a bit more interesting now than it was three weeks ago. After the break, you know, after the July 4th break, it's gotten a little better. I think we've had a bit more drama, a bit more fun. Yeah, this episode was juicy. One thing we can agree on, 
her friend Julia is a little odd. Yes. Yeah. That preview scene was gave me. Yeah, creeps. she's like, I, like Natalie could possibly get locked in a room at some point if she tries to go back to Mike. Yeah, she looked. Uh, How are they together? They had intercourse <laughs> two days before this. This interview. Yes. Makes no sense. I I I can't put all of this. I just can't put all of this together. Do you generally get intimate with someone that you are angry with? Is it, or is essentially it, loathe? Is it revenge, angry intercourse? I don't know. Well, I guess they figure, well, at least there's that. We get something out of this marriage. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So all we can say, and I'll try to remember at the end of the episode, but... Holy crap. Hang on to your horses. It seems like nobody on Pillow Talk believes her except Lauren. I and noticed I'm of Molly kind of got a little quiet. Molly wasn't as loud as, I forget whatever her friend's okay. name is. But she was, she was all over it. Tim was all over it. Yeah. We saw Lauren kind of then started. She said, I know we haven't seen any and, real proof, but my gut tells me yes. that this happened. And I said the same That's, thing. Yeah, it's your gut's kind of the same. And we, who cares what Stephanie and her mom think? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, so that doesn't even matter. We're not even going to address them at all. <laughs> I'll move Libby and Andre back a little bit. Maybe we'll talk about the lesser stuff. Brandon and Julia move. We've all been waiting for this. <laughs> this finally happened. Nothing too exciting. I think for this, it's still Betty being Betty. Right. You know, she's hanging around the house. Kind of crazy. As, as a mom of an adult child who still lives at home in his 20s, I can kind of relate to her a little bit on... Well, when she said, well, I hope that you'll at least come and visit. That's what I hope for. And well, she was teary-eyed. And I First thought, was. I, it pang, pang, gave me a little pang in my heart, you know. They talked about helping. And, it, well, all we got is help Monday through, thir Monday through Friday. We don't have anybody to help us on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, we're we're going to have to do it all. We're tied to the farm on the weekends. Uh -huh. Well, it's your farm. Uh -huh. They're like a puppy mill. If you've done yeah. any research, they like, they're what's. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they're what's mm. wrong. They're Weird one of those puppies. German Shepherd puppy mills is what they do. That's unfortunate. I believe. I'm a huge dog lover. So I don't have any proof. Me. I have no inside scoop on Betty. <laughs> I just hear what I hear. Julie has no concept, no thought if she never made it back to the farm again, she would be happy. Yeah, it sounded like... I'm out. She basically said to him, well, if you want to go back and help on the weekend, you can do that. I'm staying in the apartment. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's kind of we can bring a sheep rude here. and ungrateful, but okay. Yeah, she was cold. She was. She really... It was not good. And, and when he said, well, we're still poor. Is it all right if we still come have Sunday dinner? She, I could relate to that. I did the same thing. Mm -hmm. You and I, when we got married, we still traveled an hour to go to church 
where we got married and to visit with my parents and, and bring Sunday your laundry afterwards. You would do your laundry on Sundays. When I didn't have a washer and dryer. Right. Yep. You were doing that before you met me. Yep. And, uh, you know, I can relate to that. He still wanted to have some family time. And she was giving him some stink eye. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow, okay. Well, they were still. She never wants to see them well, again. <laughs> Ron was still, well, I hope someday that you guys come here and, and raise your kids here farm. and take over the farm. Yeah, I was shocked when Brandon said, yeah, I could see my, it would be nice if my kids grew up on this farm. I'm like, he didn't want the farm. Well, the I think that's different. Said. I think that's different than having your kids grow up in a city versus having your kids grow up on a farm. If you were raised yeah, on a farm. Yeah, but he said he didn't want, he never wanted to take over the farm. Well, I didn't mean he didn't want his kids to be raised there. I think as a parent, you'd go, I think the open space being outside, being well, on a sure, farm. Sure, but this is Brandon. He's not thinking about kids. No, Julia. He's uh, thinking Julie, about doing it. We but he's see not the about kids. we see in the previews. Julia's thinking about kids. Mm, yeah. I see that Betty was in there about all the. Well, you have end tables or side tables, but they don't even have a bed yet. Yeah. No room for all this stuff. Yeah, I didn't like how critical she was being of everything. Yeah, she was just. I think she was putting on a show. And then she just sat on the counter swinging her yeah, feet while everybody was working. Yeah, no. That's just whatever. She wouldn't let them get by with doing that at the time. I think she was playing up for the camera. Mm. Kind of like Angela and Michael. Mm. I like, look, the goofballs are back. Yeah. That's great. They're giving her a hard time, him a hard time, about Angela's surgery. And they can't believe that they've made up. He, Michael talks about his video thing and oh, gross! Licking the screen. Pass. Thank you. I like that the, the goofballs have done their research. <laughs> Shipping sperm. What the <laughs> you heck? can do this. You should see a fertility doctor. You can go here. They would tell you how to do sperm. it. Really? And so Angela like calls him out later. Who told you this stuff? He said, "Well, oh, you know, funny. my friends. I, I knew it." She goes, you've been hanging out with the goofballs. You've been hanging out with the goofballs. He said, just once. (laughs) (laughs) That's enough. But they're just dropping knowledge. They're like doctors (laughs) now. It's great. No. They're trying to get him him a Nigerian girl in there to help him give the sample. Oh, my gosh. What the heck? Think about, I think if possible, I'm not sure, but last night, now we're in Texas, Angela's, well, Angela's, Right now, she's in Vegas or Los Angeles, I think is where she is, high partying and having a good time. I could have swore that around 9 o'clock yesterday, I heard her scream all the way from here when Michael said, when the goofballs talked about a Nigerian girl. (laughs) I could just hear her because I'm sure she didn't know that before. She -hmm. could just holler if she's just seeing now, real time, <laughs> that right. there's a scene with Michael and the goofballs <laughs> and them talking about all of that. That yeah. is pretty funny. Yeah. Michael says he wants to be a father. You can see it in him. Right. I feel so bad for he him. He sees He's light at the end of the tunnel. He literally, he looks hopeful. He does. Hey, this could happen now. That is sad. She's healthy. Angela has no plan whatsoever michael brings it up even more than before i mean she never really did but even more so now because she's all about her sexy body yeah she's not gonna ruin that with a baby i mean it's not happening no 
I don't know if I doubt that they could put Michael up to all of this. He honestly believes, I think, that she did all this surgery to get healthy to have a baby. I doubt it because I, he, I got that impression I, when I, he was talking that that's well, what he thinks she was doing. Maybe off camera she's convinced him of such. But he brings it up and she shoots him down. She laughs at him. So are you crazy? Well, but she doesn't say, I'm never going to do that. She said, well, she's still stringing well along. you have to get here first. She didn't say, I'm not ever going to do that. I get that a, out of your mind. She's still stringing him along. got a plan. The goofballs gave me a plan. <laughs> Meanwhile, Angela, could we get some more money raising, raising funds going With back to wet the t-shirt wet contest. t-shirt contest? Oh, my goodness. Big A is what they called it. It sounded real. <laughs> Although I can't imagine that. She's always kind of been big. Yeah. He says, we've she been getting... big boobs, that's for sure. He said, we, yeah, they're oranges, though, not watermelons, now. evidently. Lauren's I don't know got a watermelon. <laughs> I don't know about oranges. I'm not sure that... I don't think the goofballs have... Might, well... I might, don't think that Angela would appreciate being likened to oranges. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Angela said, I thought we had a clear understanding about the goofballs. He changes the subject. We've been getting along good, he says. We've been getting along good. Let's have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a distraction. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> not a good transition. Though. So he's going to go have to give a sample, and she insists on being on the phone during the process. Yeah. And then later he says that I think I think it was in the preview. You know why? She wants to make sure he's not watching porn or something. Or, you know, there's not some Nigerian girl with him. <laughs> Somebody helping him out. You know, it's almost like, and she, I think it's what she says. She said, I, don't, I wish Michael wouldn't ask me to do something. And so I got to make him think I support him is what she said. Isn't I need to awful? make him think I support him. It's not like I need to support him. Right. It's not like stream along. Yeah, it's the opposite of of Mike and Natalie. Mike is just I don't even have to support. <laughs> you know, Mike never I hate to go back to it, but Mike just never ever takes Natalie's side. Ever. In anything. And I think that's a big part of their relationship problem. She can't get past the fact that he's just not her partner. He's his mom's partner. Mm. Yeah, the two of them are never. She has to really feel like an outsider in her own house. Yeah, it would make you not want to be awful. there. Right. If you didn't feel comfortable. So and it's such her, a small place. Yeah, and he asked her why you always taking off to your friend's house. Well, <laughs> we can kind of see why. And, and she said it she during said, the episode. She yeah. needs an ally. That, she needs somebody who's on her side. That high-pitched voice here is, makes my skin crawl. Maybe that's it. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> Jovi and Yara. <laughs> I think they're both, they both are a little wrong here. It's hard to tell a new mom. It is. It's hard to tell a new mom to back off and not be so protective yeah, around and, your kid. It's and, difficult. And first of all, it was a little soon for a trip also. I yeah. think it was a little premature. Agreed. A baby's only a few months old. He it's called. only as old as how long he was gone out of town. 
Hmm. He calls boring Yara. It's not the Yara he married. That was really infuriating no, me. I, I, tell me, how do you really feel about that? Very angry. Huh? I wanted to slap him in the face. This is a good thing about you. He it's, was so rude. You are always boring, so it's not like it's changed. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? Yeah, you are never exciting. You are always a grandma. Okay. I can live with that. <laughs> He calls her I grandma. I definitely wasn't he's, party girl. That's he said sure. you went straight from mom. You went mom straight to grandma is what he said <laughs> so about Yara. I would kick him in his mm, private area. <laughs> now, uh, at the beginning, we kind of thought that they weren't having sex. But then right. as you watch it again, you can kind of see that he says more fighting equals less, less sex. sex. Uh -huh. And I think the no sex, he really means like very little sex. Uh-huh. I... You'd know it. He would be on the rooftop if they weren't having any sex. Right. There's no doubt. There'd be a bullhorn. And he'd just be, I don't know, laying in the middle of the floor kicking and screaming. He has to realize. Throwing a Natalie tantrum. That she's exhausted. You know? I mean, in the beginning, you're so sleep deprived. I remember just sitting in a chair and just crying randomly because I didn't know what day of the week it was. That's me now. The I days had just run together. It just was cry. It was all a blur. And I felt so lost because I was so sleep deprived. I was like a zombie. Mm. So, you know, he has to realize that she is sleep deprived and is exhausted. I mean, it was evident when she fell asleep in the car yeah, on the way home. snoring right away. They're, no, they're it was on the way on. there. They weren't going home. Oh, they, that was on the way out. Yeah, I think that was their way out. Right. And I mean, she goes to bed at 6 o'clock with the baby. She snores. <laughs> she snores. She drops off. How long did I doze off for? Long enough. She's a mess. I'm like, she falls asleep like you instantaneously. Right. See, you're sleep deprived. Straight into She's deep sleep snoring. Sleep deprived is what she is. <laughs> right. She's sleeping or crying or nursing. Right. That's how it is. We were talking, I was talking to my boss at work today, and the interns were around. And we talked about me not getting an intern. I said, you know why? It's probably best I didn't have an intern this time. Because it would be really hard to explain why a project manager was crying in the <laughs> middle of the day all the time now. That's what I said. <laughs> he just stared at me and laughed. You probably shouldn't say stuff like what? that. No, he knew I was joking. Okay. I'm not actually crying at work. <laughs> I cry, but not in front of people, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I go in the bathroom and cry. Mm. <laughs> I don't think you go in the bathroom at all. Yeah. <laughs> Right. That's, That's the all. other podcast. Yeah, stay tuned. Breaking news. That's inside scoop also. <laughs> you have to go in a new place. I don't know what to do. <laughs> he said, Yara used to be a party girl. Now this. And, she's, and that's when they cut to her <laughs> snoring. That's funny. Look, the two of them need some balance. They got to figure it out. And it's hard to do when he spends his time away. Right. He hasn't had to transition the way that she has. Life to him when he's away is just like before. So he hasn't really transformed his stage of life yet the way that she's you could had tell. to. He right. doesn't, not only does he not seem like a dad, right? he barely seems, seems like, like a, a husband. husband. Right, exactly. Either, I mean, it's just not. Not good. And he's expecting her to be like they were when they were traveling and dating and, and partying and vacationing together. And that's not what married life is either. Right. So, you know. 
it's uh, it's hard. I, I got to imagine. And it's not easy for him because he doesn't know this either. I think his um, father experience, I, I assume, it sounds like his stepdad has the same job as him, right? right. So he does. So he, he wasn't around all the time. So his impression of what a dad is is exactly what he is right maybe you pop in Come every six weeks for a month do something and, fun yeah you're the fun go. guy and then off you go mm. and and so they've got to find a system and a routine and he's not really looking to do that at all right at all and then it's a problem he pulls kind of like a Darcy and Stacy out while they're on their date. Isn't this great? Isn't this better? Isn't this? Aren't you glad we're doing this? Instead of living in the... In the moment. And, and I really savoring think... it. At that point, you almost have to live in the minute, not right. even the hour. Enjoy the minute. If she right. wants to check her phone... Right. It's just check your phone. It's not really that much of a big deal. Exactly. And if that makes her feel more comfortable so she can relax and have a good time, then he needs to let her do that. Yeah, if it's and five it's minutes of checking, five minutes of checking gives her 30 minutes of relaxation, then let that happen. And I feel like if I were her and he was doing that and giving me a hard time for checking to make sure I wasn't needed, I would go, you know what? I'm just going to go home then. Well, I think that's kind of what That would be the end of it. Right, if we're gonna, do, if this is how it's gonna be, then. right. If you're just gonna hound me the whole time, then I'd rather go home. <laughs> I totally get it. Mm. I'm on her side with this. Whose side, Dion? Hers. Libby and Andre, <laughs> they're not against each other this time. Yeah, they're together. In this so house. what we find out Thankfully. is that, and not a shocker, but coming home from Maryland. Everybody they, flew home except for the two of them. Yes. I wonder if... I well, wish that Chuck had ridden with them. Because I think that would have made a big statement to the siblings. If he well, I think, had not been, I don't they think probably would have stood for it. Yeah, I think they would have firebombed the RV. Right. Chuck's got a... It's just tough. And he does a poor he's job a, of managing position, all but, of this. Yeah. I noticed that Andre made her food, and he, she was real happy about that right uh -huh. at the beginning. And then he took it and ate it. <laughs> she, like, had a couple of bites, said, oh, this is good. And then he took it. <laughs> <laughs> they go and visit the house. She seems really excited when right. she comes in. Well, you know, even she said that she's never had the opportunity to go in with her dad on a property, just the two of them. Mm -hmm. So... You know, she said, this is really a first-time opportunity for both of us. Mm. And I'm really excited about it. So you can understand She that. seems enthusiastic. Mm -hmm. And uh, so she's got some ideas. She says that it's horrible. This place is disgusting and horrible. I look around and go... It wasn't that bad. In, because in that place, what you're not having to do is you're not having to redo the floors. Right. It's paint, floors... Maybe new cabinets. Yes, and so you would expect you'd expect to have a new kitchen, new bath. I mean, it's what you do. Right. New kitchen, new bathroom. If there's carpet anywhere at this point, you try to get rid of it. Right. Paint everything, and and turn it over. Right. So that's the plan. 
and then uh, Chuck comes in. I was kind of surprised that he came in, and then they went through the plan. I think one of the biggest shockers of the the whole episode, and there are tons everywhere, is that Andre slams Chuck or slams Charlie and says, Charlie's been messing up. Charlie's been losing money. He's not been paying attention. Yeah, he said he lost money on the last two properties. And, it's, and, and Chuck had to agree with him. Because he's messing around. And I expected I expected Chuck to kind of say, well, Andre, it's not really so bad. He could have done better. He didn't. He goes, he didn't. well, in this case, that's the truth. He said, you're right. Like, what? Yeah. That is the project manager. That's what happens because when you get a project manager that doesn't do anything, they'll, yeah, Goof off. yeah, I'm not getting up early. Uh, I'm gonna go play golf. Right. He's, he's what gives us project managers a bad name, at all. It's just bad. So Chuck agreed. Charlie's a turd. So, you know, when something like that happens, you're not paying attention. You end up holding. That house for a couple extra months. And that's what they said. That's what Libby said was that he held on to it for too long because he didn't get finished when he was supposed to. And it made them lose money. Really, when you're looking at, some, at something like that, you got to be out of it in 90 days. You can't. It, it's just almost impossible. You'd have to be sitting on everything to crank something like that out in 30. Well, every payment just eats into your profit margin. Well, when you're flipping stuff, I think you you generally take a different kind of loan is what you do. You don't actually get a house to live in it. So it's right. not like, so there's some massive payment due after a certain period. And if you don't make it to that time, then you got to pay that money. And it just sucks. So I'm thinking he still seems like, I don't know. Charlie still seems like a dude doing coke in the ba- in the bathroom of a club <laughs> right, kind of guy. Exactly. I was thinking the same thing. Hmm. So they have a party, big party. Well, no, even that, I forgot. I don't know, I didn't write anything down. The girls met. Yes, they did. They met. She tried to nip it in the bud before the party because she didn't want them blowing up at the party. But, of course, they did anyway. Yeah, I thought it was... Becky and Jen, and Jen's really the worst one here. Mm-hmm. Jen's saying all of this stuff that's happening, and she says it to her face, is taking money out of my pocket. Yeah, so selfish. What about Libby? Yeah, you're putting money in Libby. She said, Libby, I don't think you should have any money. <laughs> you can just work in the office. Right. <laughs> you're taking it out of mine. You shouldn't have anything. I should have it. So if if it if I have to decide between you having it and me, I want you no chance of you having any more money <laughs> at all. None. And so she didn't even mention and of course I'm rooting for Libby to say, Hey, look. What about me? What about me? You know, we could use a few extra bucks. It's been kinda tight for them. Right. And they'll go, What's well, cause Andre hadn't been working. Mm-hmm. But they don't want him working. Right. They don't want him working around them. Yeah, or in the same field. Maybe you should drive a truck. <laughs> so they uh, they have the party, and we have the statement at the beginning that we hear of every reality show now. We've all been tested. Oh, everybody's yeah. been ne- tested. Everybody's negative. And we're all negative. So we're safe. No. I mean, really. What do we think? They have to say it's obligatory. Yes. I mean, let's just be it's honest. It's like a disclaimer. They are. This family is no mask wearing. 
probably no vaccine taken. Right. Trumpers is probably what I would assume everybody is. Good, bad, that's just the line they are. We know who those people are, right? I mean, that's just who they are. Good, bad, or ugly, this is what they're doing. They're not wearing masks. They didn't get tested. That didn't happen. (laughs) Unless the network made them do it. That's possible. Well, all right, maybe. That's entirely possible. Who cares, though? (laughs) So they have a party, and... And and Jen comes in right away swinging. Like, you know, who did this table? I know it wasn't you. Yeah, so rude. It's like, and look, Andre does all right. They have a conversation about it being Ellie's birthday and let's not fight. And so it was still like on the edge. It's like they're all walking on thin ice. But they agree that, and that was even, um, that was Becky that he, or is that Jen? No, it's Jen he's talking with. He's Jen they're going back and forth with. And so they finally agree that that's the case. But then Andre goes and starts to cut the cake. Oh, and they're and so on. everybody freaks. I said Johnny it right away. I mean, we saw that part together. We didn't see the whole episode together, but we saw that part. Right. And there's a second cake. There's a cake with two candles in it. I agree. You probably shouldn't cut any cake until you Before blow you the candles out. I get it. Right. Is it the end of the world? No. No, it's Is not. Is the kid even going to notice? No. No. You, you can see it after yes, with it doesn't a matter. candle in their piece. You could put be happy. those candles in a bar of soap right. and they'd blow it out. It doesn't matter. Exactly. At all. So Jen's all over him and Libby kind of joins in too and... I think some of the kids were getting a little antsy, so Andre's being uncle, good Uncle Andre and just going ahead and... Right, he's just trying to keep everybody happy. Yeah, so... Appeasing the masses. Yeah, but he kind of doesn't back off. It's a funny place for everybody to draw the line. Yeah, he kind of thinks it's silly. He doesn't get their point. Mm. And even for what we've seen, they did have two birthdays for her. I think they had one for the TV show and one private. Probably. I've seen some pictures. That would make sense. And Libby's sisters are wearing something different Mm. at the, I would imagine, I don't know if it's the first party party or the second party. But then she blows out the candles, which is the most adorable thing ever. (laughs) They're just, you know, it's just a two-year-old. Doesn't know how to blow yet. Yeah. So she does her thing. And then now you can cut the cake. And everybody yells at him to go ahead and start cutting the cake. And then they complain about how big his pieces are. It's like if it's you not don't they. want to cut it in half. It's not <laughs> they. It's Jen. Mm-hmm. And then she walks over there and tries to take it from him. At what point did she throw the cake in his face and why was So that, that was. So it, they go back and forth and they're going, hey, look, this is where Libby steps in and starts... Um, hey, stop. Nobody argues about a cake. Right. And then Jen goes, well, this isn't about a cake. This is about the deal that yeah, you guys are in. she's just looking for she an said, opportunity. And she looks, and you guys are in cahoots. <laughs> and Chuck says, look, this is my daughter uh-huh. and her husband. I literally cannot be in cahoots with them. Right. You know, you'd be in cahoots with whatever. And you think... At some point, you go, look, let's not talk about business, you know? 
Right. I mean, it's a kid's birthday party. Right. They're just so all right. You go, hey, all the time. This one time. This one time. <laughs> you can <laughs> ask. Start. What? You can ask about the business. <laughs> just this once. So they do that, and then Jen goes, no, I want to hear what, well, Chuck says, I want to hear what the girls have to say. He kind of goes, all right, I've probably had enough girls. Go ahead, say your piece. And Jen snaps back with, no, I want to hear what you have to say. And he's like, this is the same deal I made. And they were all just. They're not having it. Yeah. And Andre got in the middle. And you're not going to talk to me like that. Get out of my house. And then there goes the cake. <laughs> and that's the line. Right. That's this cake This cake that's so important that right. you can't cut it. That is so important for big. the birthday. And <laughs> you take it and you throw it and hit him with it. They're so trying. Andre's gotten his way. I think they're just so inept. They're so spoiled. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. That they've been living high on the hog. And their cash cow maybe is going to get cut a little bit. And they can't stand it. Right. Or that anybody else gets a part of it. It's not like a stranger's taking it. It's their sister. It is their sister. (laughs) That's the odd part of it. Yeah. They just hate Andre that much. So much. I mean, that's a different level of hate. <laughs> it is. It's messed up. And he's positioned himself well. Mm-hmm. Look, you gotta, you gotta drive the Godfather around. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. Be there, and let them hang themselves. And they've done it. They have. And they're gonna keep doing it, over and over again. I like that. Um, the clip we see, the preview that they showed not at the end of the show, but the commercial before that, had Chuck saying something to Libby that it's not all Andre's fault. I wonder if something happened at the property mm. and it wasn't his fault or if all this family fighting isn't his fault. Mm. We don't know the context of... No telling. Yeah. We didn't get any Ronald and Tiffany this time. Hallelujah. Yeah. Kind of relief. We got that. them in the preview. And, of course, it's her complaining that Ronald's a liar and a cheater yeah, to another say, guy. I can't say I was sad about She that. found a new person to complain to Ronald about. Oh, great. Complain about Ronald, too. I think I said that backwards. <laughs> I sound like, who was, what were we watching? Who was saying all our words <laughs> Everything wrong? was backwards. Yeah, somebody. <laughs> we get, we've seen so much TV. It was probably the Caribbean show. I think they were saying everything backwards. Not the best English being spoken by Americans abroad. Right. It doesn't really happen. <laughs> so that's it for this week. I am going to tell you that um, I think we talk about it. It will be um, our Hooker Gate breaking news will be next. We are going to put that, I would assume, subscription only. Is that the plan? Yep. So we've been trying to get people to come over, join (laughs) the dark side, the rumor mill. We talk, uh, you know, rumors, um, suspicions, maybe some hot takes on our part. Well, there will be a a lot of hot takes about Mike (laughs) and Natalie. (laughs) 
So it'll be a short episode. That'll be, but... But so sizzling hot. Yes, so that'll be good. So stay tuned for that. And we'll have Inside Scoop, regular Inside Scoop on top of that, Darcy and Stacy, Caribbean Love. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening. You can find additional episodes of Real Housewives, 90 Day Fiancé, and Inside Scoop on our Supercast, Patreon, or Apple Podcast channel. You can find us on social media at Coupled with Chaos. And reach out if you have any questions or comments by emailing us at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com.